Routines, age 14. Now is the right time. As a parent or someone in a parenting role, you play a valuable role in your child's or teen's success. There are intentional ways to foster a healthy parent-child or teen relationship, and daily routines provide a timely opportunity. A routine is a set of activities that is done regularly. Children and teens ages 11 to 14 are either in the process of establishing critical habits or are perpetuating habits they've already established. Whether it's getting ready for school, completing their homework, or going to bed at night, these routines can have a lasting impact for a healthy future. Routines not only help your family move through the day smoothly and on time, they can have a significant impact on your child's or teen's success. Though 11- to 14-year-olds may desire more independence and flexibility with their daily routines, structure and predictability in the morning, after school, at dinner time, and at bedtime can promote healthy habits and offer a foundation of stability during the many changes they are undergoing. Yet anyone can face challenges in establishing routines. Seriously, mom, a bedtime? Why can't I just go to bed when I want to like everybody else? Might be a phrase you've heard uttered. While children and teens may resist transitions when they have other goals in mind, like wanting to play or read longer, using the steps below can help you navigate these challenges with skill. The key to many parenting challenges, like establishing routines, is finding ways to communicate so that both your needs and your child's or teen's needs are met. The steps below include specific, practical strategies, along with effective conversation starters to prepare you. Why routines? Establishing regular routines can help your family get through the day cooperatively while building vital skills in your child or teen. Routines for children and teens ages 11 to 14 might include morning routine, wake up time, get dressed, brush teeth, eat breakfast, pack lunch, prepare school bag, put on coat and shoes, walk to bus stop. After school routine, take papers out of school bag, eat a snack, complete chores and homework, play with friends. Bedtime routine, shower, brush teeth, put on pajamas, put dirty clothes in laundry basket, read a book go to bed. Routines can help your child or teen feel safe because they know what to expect and are more able to learn from the rich experiences you have together every day. When there are changes to the routine, expected and unexpected, this will also help your child or teen learn to be flexible and practice adjusting to new situations. Today, in the short term, routines can create regular sleep habits, which help children and teens perform better in school. Structure to ease stress and increase cooperation and motivation as you go about your daily tasks. Feelings that your child or teen can make sense of their world. A sense of mastery when your child or teen repeats routines and knows what to expect. And add a daily peace of mind. Tomorrow, in the long term, your child or teen builds skills to handle unexpected challenges in life, builds skills in collaboration and cooperative goal setting, Build skills in responsible decision-making, hard work, and persistence, and develops independence, life skills, and self-sufficiency. Five Steps for Establishing Routines This five-step process helps you and your child or teen establish routines. It also builds important skills in your child or teen. 
The same process can be used to address other parenting issues as well. Here is a tip. These steps are done best when you and your child or teen are not tired or in a rush. Here is a tip. Intentional communication and a healthy parenting relationship support these steps. Step 1. Get your child or teen thinking by getting their input. You can get your child or teen thinking about establishing routines by asking them open-ended questions. You'll help prompt their thinking. You'll also begin to better understand their thoughts, feelings, and challenges related to your daily routines so that you can address them. Seeking your child's or teen's input and offering authentic choices in creating a plan provides a sense of control in their lives. It also offers valuable practice in responsible decision-making. In gaining input, your child or teen has the opportunity to think through the routine and problem-solve through any challenges they may encounter ahead of time, has a greater interest in anything they've designed themselves, and with that sense of ownership also comes a greater responsibility for implementing the routine, has more motivation to work together and cooperate because of their sense of ownership, will be working in collaboration with you on making informed decisions, understanding the reason behind those decisions about critical aspects of their day, and will grow problem-solving skills. Actions. Ask questions to invite your child or teen into a dialogue with you. You might just start by asking, what do you think is helpful about having routines? How does having a routine make the day go smoother? How do you remember everything you have to do? Making lists on paper or a whiteboard? Setting alarms? Writing reminders on your mirror? What do you usually do to get ready for bed? What helps you relax and feel grateful before going to sleep? Discuss challenges. As you talk about the progression of your morning routine, talk about times that are typically challenging. For example, your child or teen may go back to sleep when the alarm goes off in the morning, pressing the snooze button a few times, requiring you to eventually wake them up. Ask, seems like getting up on time is challenging. How can we make getting up easier so that you can do it independently? Brainstorm ideas to solve the problem. Are you getting enough sleep at night? Do you need a different sound on your alarm? Write your plan. Make sure your child or teen is the one who is writing down the plan or checklist. It doesn't have to be perfect. Keep it simple. Post your plan in a visible location. Refer to it as a reminder during the morning routine. What's next on our plan? Here is a tip. According to the National Sleep Foundation, 11 to 13-year-olds require between 9 and 11 hours of sleep per night, and 14-year-olds require between 8 and 10 hours per night. Here is a tip. To avoid a bedtime battle, take a weekend and agree upon a reasonable bedtime to test needed sleep. Make sure it's not a particularly stressful day for your child or teen, since sleep can be altered by stress. Allow your child or teen to wake up naturally. Then count the hours. How long did they sleep? That's likely the exact amount of hours they require each night. Here is a tip. Did you know that doctors and medical professionals use checklists as the easiest, best way to keep track of daily processes they have to go through to serve patients? 11 to 14-year-olds will appreciate the ability to maintain their own checklist and may enjoy picking out a whiteboard or dry erase markers to use on a mirror for that purpose. Here is a tip. Because children and teens are asserting their independence, you may want to work alongside them, creating your own adult morning checklist. You can model the skills while also empowering them to design their own. Here is a trap to avoid. 
be sure you create your plan at a calm time. Don't create your plan when you are in the routine itself, are tired or hungry, or have time pressures. Step 2. Teach new skills by interactive modeling. As a parent or someone in a parenting role, it's easy to forget that every day, children and teens are learning to perform typical tasks with greater independence each year of their lives. Learning about developmental milestones can help a parent or someone in a parenting role know which tasks might be more difficult and will provide context for how you can best support them in their skill building. 11-year-olds can have higher energy and require more movement. Vacuuming the carpet and mowing the lawn can align well. They prefer to learn new skills rather than refine known or previous skills. So you might think about new skills they could learn that will motivate them. 12-year-olds also have high energy and are better able to organize their own work. They will initiate their own activities without an adult prompting them. Discuss a plan with a schedule and let your child or teen implement the plan without reminders, but be sure to recognize them when they accomplish a task. 13-year-olds like to be left alone when at home. Therefore, think about tasks they can accomplish alone, perhaps while wearing earphones to listen to music. They want to serve others and are interested in justice issues. These motivations can be built upon since these fundamental values begin at home. 14-year-olds still need their parents while also needing their own independence and identity. So think about family chores that can be accomplished as a team with a plan, but be sure to give the teen their own independent task for which they are responsible. They are invested in larger social justice issues, so you might make the connection between service at home and being able to serve in the greater world. This is the age that if teens don't have a stronger sense of belonging with family and friends, they can move toward more high-risk behaviors such as those involving drugs and alcohol. Finding ways to make loving connections and care for your home and family life together is a critical prevention strategy. It is important to remember that teaching is different than just telling. Teaching builds basic skills, grows problem-solving abilities, and sets your child or teen up for success. Teaching also involves modeling and practicing the positive behaviors you want to see, promoting skills, and preventing problems. Actions Though children and teens would often like to appear fully capable and independent, they are still learning the task of family life. Consider, if my child or teen left our house and lived away from us today, would they know how to do a load of laundry, how to pay for utilities and rent, and prepare three healthy meals a day? Thinking about what tasks they'll need to be able to do when they are on their own can offer you guidance on areas to step up their responsibilities. When you've identified those areas, you'll need to teach them to do these new tasks. Teach your child or teen how to perform the routine, particularly if there are new responsibilities or challenges. Be sure that you've tried those steps out together first. There is a simple process called interactive modeling that teachers use that can become a powerful teaching tool for parents and those in a parenting role. Say what you will model and why. Model the behavior. Ask your child or teen what they noticed. Invite your child or teen to model. Ask what they noticed with their own modeling. Practice together. Provide specific feedback, starting with strengths using I notice statements. Here is a tip. Your 11 to 14-year-old is more interested in what's happening in the outside world and making connections, so use this motivator. Experiment with having your child or teen wait on your family table. 
play it out by having them set the table, take drink orders, and serve. Or if your child or teen is more interested in meal preparation, have them select the menu, grocery shop, and actively work together on cooking and preparing it. Step 3. Practice to grow skills and develop habits. Your daily routines can be opportunities for your child or teen to practice new skills if you seize those chances. With practice, they will improve over time as you give them the chance with support. Practice grows vital new brain connections that strengthen and eventually form habits each time your child or teen performs the routine. New routines and behavior change take time. It may feel tempting to let go of the routine if challenges arise rather than keep practicing. Gaining input to make adjustments and continued practice will lead to positive change with time. Practice also provides important opportunities to grow self-efficacy, a child's or teen's sense that they can do a task successfully. This leads to confidence. It will also help them understand that mistakes and failures are part of learning. Actions. Use I'd love to see statements with a positive tone and body language to express interest and curiosity. When a child or teen learns a new ability, they are eager to show it off. Give them that chance. Say, I'd love to see you get completely organized and packed up for your school trip. Once you're done, you can lead me through what you have prepared. This can be used when you are in the routine and need to move on to the next step. Recognize effort. Frequently, children and teens get feedback on what they are not doing right. But how often do you recognize when they are working on their behaviors? Recognize effort by saying, I notice statements like, I notice how you modified your checklist to make things flow more easily. That's taking responsibility. If there is part of a routine that is not working, talk with your child or teen about ways that you might change your plan for it to work better. It seems to take a really long time for you to gather all your things in your backpack in the morning. I am usually feeling rushed, and it is hard for me to be patient while you finish. Is there something we can do to help you get everything ready more quickly? Could we get things put into your backpack the night before? What do you think we should try tonight? Proactively remind. Remind in a gentle, non-public way. You may whisper in your child's or teen's ear. Remember your checklist? You've got it. Here is a tip. The best way to turn around a misbehavior is by recognizing when and how your child or teen is making good choices or acting positively in similar circumstances. They need to learn what to do as well as what not to do. Here is a trap to avoid. Be patient and avoid criticism. Children and teens often need more time to perform a task, sometimes because it is physically challenging, but also, and most especially, because it can be mentally or emotionally challenging. Even if you believe the task is simple and doesn't require much time, be sure to wait long enough for them to show you they are competent. Offer a whole day to complete the task, and don't focus on a time of day to complete it if possible. Your waiting could make all the difference in whether they are able to do what you need them to do. Step 4. Support your child's or teen's development and success. At this point, you are developing routines and allowing your child or teen to practice so they can learn how to stick to the plan of their usual routine and be flexible enough to manage changes. Now you can offer support when it's needed by reteaching, monitoring, coaching, and when appropriate, applying logical consequences. Parents or those in a parenting role 
naturally offer support as they see their child or teen fumble with a situation in which they need help. This is no different. But the challenge of this age range is that they may initiate a fight if they feel you view them as not fully competent. Be sure you are empowering them to fully implement a task. Be there if they need you, but only if they ask for your support. Actions. Ask key questions. Are you all set with what you need to get your project together? Do you need any help finishing up so that we can move toward our agreed bedtime? Recognize effort by using I notice statements like, I notice how you started your homework right after school without me asking. That's taking responsibility. Reflect on outcomes. It seems like you got to bed later than we hoped last night. What did you notice about how it impacted your mood or attention in class? Apply logical consequences when needed. Logical consequences should come soon after the negative behavior and need to be provided in a way that maintains a healthy relationship rather than punishment. A consequence is about supporting the learning process. First, recognize your own feelings and practice a calm-down strategy. It helps to know which calm-down strategies work best for you and have a plan. Not only is this good modeling, when you are in control of your emotions and feeling calm, you are able to apply logical consequences that fit the behavior. Second, invite your child or teen into a discussion about the expectations established in Step 2 for the routine. Third, if you feel that your child or teen is not keeping the agreement that was made, unless it is a matter of them not knowing how, then look for a logical consequence that has or will naturally occur to reflect on, such as a sibling's hurt feelings over mean words. Then, as you reflect, you might ask, how can you heal your sister's hurt feelings? Your child or teen can think through what they might be able to do or say to repair harm. Or you might apply a logical consequence as a teachable moment. One example of a logical consequence during a morning routine that's gone awry might be to encourage your child or teen to apologize to their teacher for being late for school and make a plan together to begin your morning routine earlier the next day. Stay engaged. Working together on particularly challenging times of the routine can help offer additional support and motivation for your child or teen when tough issues arise. Be sure to pose the challenge as a question and allow them to offer solutions. Engage in further practice. Create more opportunities to practice when the family has time together. Here is a trap to avoid. Logical consequences should not be used as a threat to get your child or teen to complete their routines. Threats harm the relationship with your child or teen and decrease their decision-making skills. Here is a trap to avoid. One easy pitfall is to take away a coveted device when a negative behavior occurs. But if the device is not a logical or natural consequence of the action, it sends the wrong message. Children and teens can assume you just want to deprive them of something, to cause suffering, versus creating a teachable moment. The only way to offer your child or teen practice in responsible choice-making and consequential thinking is to clearly link the cause with the effect. Step 5. Recognize with positive reinforcement to foster motivation. No matter how old your child or teen is, your positive reinforcement and encouragement has a big impact. If your child or teen is working to grow their skills, even in small ways, it will be worth your while to recognize it. Your recognition can go a long way in promoting positive behaviors and expanding your child's or teen's confidence. 
Your recognition also promotes safe, secure, and nurturing relationships, a foundation for strong communication and a healthy relationship with you as they grow. There are many ways you can reinforce your child's or teen's efforts. It is important to distinguish between three different types of reinforcement, recognition, rewards, and bribes. These three distinct parenting behaviors can have different impacts on your child's or teen's behavior. Recognition occurs after you observe the desired behavior in your child or teen. Noticing and naming the specific behavior you want to reinforce is key to promoting more of it. For example, you set out your clothes and backpack last night so you were not rushed this morning. I really appreciate that. Recognition can also include nonverbal acknowledgement, such as a smile, high five, or hug. Rewards can be helpful in certain situations by providing a concrete, timely, and positive incentive for doing a good job. A reward is determined ahead of time so that the child or teen knows what to expect, like, if you complete your homework routine before dinner, you can spend time gaming with your friends. If you X, then all X. It stops any negotiations in the heat of the moment. A reward could be used to teach positive behavior or break a bad habit. The goal should be to help your child or teen to progress to a time when the reward will no longer be needed. If used too often, rewards can decrease a child's or teen's intrinsic motivation. Unlike rewards, bribes aren't planned ahead of time and generally happen when a parent or someone in a parenting role is in the middle of a crisis, like a child or teen arguing and refusing to leave a social gathering. To avoid disaster, a parent or someone in a parenting role offers to stop for ice cream on the way home if the child or teen will stop arguing and leave the event. While bribes can be helpful in the short term to manage stressful situations, they will not grow lasting motivation or behavior change and should be avoided. Here is a trap to avoid. It can be easy to fall into using bribes when recognition and occasional rewards are underutilized. If parents find themselves resorting to a bribe frequently, it is likely time to revisit the five-step process. Here is a trap to avoid. Think about what behavior a bribe may unintentionally reinforce. For example, offering to stop for ice cream if a child or teen quits arguing and leaves a social event may teach the child or teen that future arguments lead to additional treats. Actions. Recognize and call out when it is going well. It may seem obvious, but it's easy not to notice when all is moving along smoothly. Noticing and naming the behavior provides the important reinforcement that you see and value the choice that your child or teen has made. For example, when your child or teen is showing responsibility and completing their homework routine on time, a short, specific call-out is all that's needed. I noticed you completed your homework today on your own in the time we agreed upon. Excellent. Recognize small steps along the way. Don't wait for the big accomplishments, like your child or teen completing their entire morning routine without a reminder, in order to recognize effort. Remember that your recognition can work as a tool to promote more positive behaviors. Find small ways your child or teen is making an effort and let them know you notice. Build celebrations into your routine. For example, after a smooth bedtime routine, snuggle together and listen to some relaxing music. Or in the morning once ready for school, leave a special note in their lunchbox. In closing, 
Engaging in these five steps is an investment that builds your skills as an effective parent or someone in a parenting role to use on many other issues and builds important skills that will last a lifetime for your child or teen. Throughout this tool, there are opportunities for children and teens to become more self-aware, to deepen their social awareness, to exercise their self-management skills, to work on their relationship skills, and to demonstrate and practice responsible decision-making. Routines, ages 11 to 14, retrieved from https colon backslash backslash www.toolsforyourchildsuccess.org. Copyright 2023 Center for Health and Safety Culture at Montana State University. This content does not necessarily reflect the views or policies of the Tools for Your Child Success communities, financial supporters, contributors, SAMHSA, or the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.